Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Monday, no, no. Yes, because I flew out of San Francisco on Monday. Right. So just the nine hours, it becomes Tuesday. Yeah. It's all fucked up. Yeah. I'm still fucked. Yeah. Just like <laughs> and tomorrow, a man, I got, you know, I'm flying back to LA tomorrow. All right. This was added on. Eureka helped put this together, and then David Sundin, and, and, uh, and I was like, yeah, I was excited. Uh, but I have to be on a fucking train. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what time were we saying? To the Seven? To the airport. Yeah. Yeah. You ever you ever think ahead like instead of being in the present moment, you're already yeah, thinking about the fucking train yeah. you have to get in the morning. And I gotta do a show tonight yeah. and it what I should I should go on and go, folks, I have to get a train at seven. Yeah. That's how I should yes. start. Yes. Well, Can I go going. on first? Because I gotta be up I gotta be up really early tomorrow. I gotta be up really <laughs> but it sucks because I've never been here. What am I gonna see? Yeah. I, I, ah, I it's a drag. I'd yeah. like so so maybe this will encourage me to come back. Yeah. Well, uh, this is if you want to, <laughs> nothing more. You want to no. get this going? You've, yeah. It, it's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. I'll do an intro. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 I like the park. Yeah. Well, that's actually kind of new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The park is new. Uh, I'll do a short intro in in Swedish. Okay. Hjärtligt välkomna ska ni vara till till slut kommer någon skatta ett extra avsnitt av den här podcasten med mig Peter Bristav och sitter med Sören Ismail. Hej hej. Aron Flam. Aron. Och med oss idag har vi eh, en gäst från USA, a guest from uh, the other side of the pond, across the pond. Uh, welcome, Eddie Pepitone. Thank you. How are you? I am. Uh, I am good. It's good to be here. Yeah. No, you're not it's good. You're jet lagged. Well, yes, exhausted. I'm jet lagged. But you know, I'm doing the showbiz thing. Right. Like I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I saw this in the bathroom, by the way, and I brought it back because it's cool, but it's highly impractical. And what is it? It's toilet paper, and it's black. Is yep. it really? I could use some black toilet paper. Why? You can't well, see I'm when you Well, I'm going through a lot of issues. Wh- huh? wh- 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 <laughs> you've had food at Chipotle. You need <laughs> to wipe the well, blood. When you don't want to be able to tell when, you yes! when you're done yes. wiping. Yes. <laughs> I've never seen black. Maybe that's like bunting, you know, where you, you, you put it for parties. Right. Uh, oh, I think yeah. it's just toilet paper. Uh, yeah, I've never seen it paper. either. But I found it in the toilet here. So. Yeah. Yeah. In. Like, actually, in, in the toilet. In the toilet. <laughs> well... 
Are you that kind of person who do you, do you always like find interesting things like no matter where you are like oh my god in that bush is a murder weapon are you constantly <laughs> finding I am but uh, usually I, I don't call them interesting I call them stupid like yeah. that what annoys me you know I go around and I was like that's annoying and I, and I saw this and I was like Oh, you sound like me. Everything is just <laughs> upsetting. Uh, is I mean, seriously. Come on. But usually yeah. that murder weapon is yours. This you? was <laughs> your unique selling point. You're like, I'm going into business, guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What so, you going to do? Toilet paper. I don't think those ever caught on because I, that's the only one I've ever seen. How are we going to make this hotel stand out? <laughs> I got is, it. This is I one episode it. of Dragon's Den that we didn't see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a new idea. So uh, anyway, right. congratulations on your election and your new president. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Yeah, We're very happy for you. Oh my God! You know, you know, it's funny. Is that, well, it's none of it is really funny. By the way, I was thinking about Trump as a comedian. How do you improve on that? Right. Like, what do you do with that? I haven't figured it out yet because I'm just furious about it. I'm furious about it. Uh, I don't know what to do uh, uh, comedically about him yet. I already feel like since he has been talked about for months already and now he's president and, and, and he's doing all these outrageous things, um, uh, I, I, I don't know what to uh, – oh, I already have Trump fatigue. Like yeah. I don't even want to – I really have well, Trump fatigue. Well, you got it during the campaign. What? The, the fatigue came during the campaign. It was too much. Yes, yes. I, I, I didn't actually do a single Trump joke during the campaign. Because I, I think it's comedian. bad form to criticize other comedians unless, I mean, <laughs> when they're performing. <laughs> and, and, and now he's, I, I didn't Maybe think he was going to be retired. president. Uh, what? Maybe when he's retired, we can look back and Well, now he's president his, and yeah. now I'm <laughs> you know, sort of forced to joke about him, I suppose. I, well, when you, well, I got to figure out the angle. But you know what's sad is that I was just watching, not to brag, BBC World News <laughs> up in my hotel room. And he was signing that, that uh, decree that he's banning seven Muslim countries. Yeah. Can't go. I just got back and it was on purpose because I, I figured it might be too late. Where are you from? Uh, Kurd from Iraq. I'm born in Iran. Okay. So, I have a, so you I'm can't double, go back no, in I'm, now? And no. I have a li – like I have a – I already got my – we have like a, a visa waiver program with the United States and I already got that declined. So I had to go and apply for an, another visa uh, that took a lot longer and a lot more paperwork and stuff just to be allowed to entry because I've been to Iraq visiting since 2011. Right. right. But now I can't go at all. Now you can't go at Even all. though I have a visa that's legit. Are you so sure now because they've – They've backtracked on some of it. No, they're, no, they're I'm, getting pushback from the ACLU. Right, no, no, I'm, I'm sure, but, uh, but I'm also sure that it will work out within the next. I don't know what, what will be for big weeks or months because right. they'll, they'll make a special deal with, yeah. with Sweden as they do with in right. England or whatever. Right, right, so, right. what were you going to say? No, I was just going to point out that now that you see that. President Trump won't let him into the country. Maybe he has done some good, right. <laughs> you know, he started since coming into office. So I'm just saying, like, if you had known that he would have stopped Soaran from getting into your country, wouldn't you have been more positive during yeah. the campaign? It's Maybe thrown a vote at his... <laughs> it's, not all, it's not all bad. You know? <laughs> there is a silver lining to everything. I guess Trump everything. knows what he's doing, in a way, <laughs> from what I've seen. Um, no, but you know what's so sad is that I look at the guy. You know, the the president of your country. You you guys have a. I'm, I'm so prime ignorant. minister. It's a prime minister. You want these people 
to do good. Like you, you don't want them to be buffoons. And there's something uh, tragic about the guy. Like he's this narcissist who, you know, you, you know, if, if someone on Twitter comes <laughs> at him. There was a funny joke. I forget who made the joke, but someone said uh, Trump may use a nuclear weapon because some guy named Donald 666 on Twitter <laughs> told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> and he was like, fuck that. I'm going to yeah. nuke, you know, whatever. The- <laughs> I mean, we're nuking Nebraska. Yeah. It's not the worst reason I've ever heard, but it's not <laughs> It's not the worst place to nuke. No. <laughs> but I've, I've heard. But it's like he is, uh, if, if anybody like dared him or was like, I, I bet you can't do it. I bet you don't have the guts <laughs> to push the button. He, yeah, he will do, do it. it. But the last season of South Park was actually, you know, it was kind of good because Mr. Garrison wins, becomes Trump, Trump basically. Yeah. And then he just oh, really? goes around going back like, my penis feels dry because <laughs> you were mean to me once and now it's dry. Oh, and, my God. And <laughs> the only solution. You got, you're up on South Park. That was last season. Yeah. They're amazing, those yeah. guys. Yeah. They yeah. are so funny. Yeah, they did. The I guess that's why they don't use me on this show. <laughs> <laughs> they could use you. Is this your first time here, though, in like in Scandinavia? Because you you've been in Norway, done a couple I, of shows, and you're doing yeah. a show tonight in Stockholm. Right, right. The, uh, so this is uh, my first time here in Stockholm. I've been in Norway twice, yeah. but that's it. Have yeah. you have you seen? You've not seen much here. Have you seen much of Norway? Uh yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, not you spent not a almost great, a week there. Yeah, you this know week that. I didn't see much. <laughs> yeah. This week I didn't see much. I was very jet lagged. I had a lot of shows. I had a lot of shows in San Francisco before I I came to Norway, and uh, I I like to really leave it all on stage. And hopefully I'll be able to do that tonight. You know, like just really kind of. And then I just I'm like a kid who goes to a party, and the stage is my party. Not to use a tremendous metaphor on you, but they, <laughs> I am a child who plays on the stage until he's had too much sugar and too much fun. And then I just crash, you know, and right. with the jet lag and everything, uh, I, I didn't see much at Oslo. It was sad. <laughs> it was sad. I was walking. Uh, I was walking to like, you know, you know, when you're a different country, you find like a restaurant you like and you're like, oh, I'm going to go to this restaurant every day. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I should have a name tag right. and a little balloon. When yeah, I'm in, you, you'll What's go this place called McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! No. How, how planned out are your sho- shows? Because I get a feeling from not that watching, no, right? They're not that planned out. Uh, when I do come to another country, like tonight, uh, I I'm a li- I'm I I have I'm gonna try to have a plan. You know what I mean? Because uh, I I don't know what to expect. You right. know, but if I feel the crowd is with me and if I'm into it right away, uh, then I just go. I just kind of go like uh, a, a little bit like a jazz musician if it's going good. You know what I mean? I like to follow stream of consciousness, kind of go all over the place, but always have a couple of nice bits ready. So you did a lot of shows in San Francisco before you came over. I did five shows in three nights and then I flew over here but are you like on a uh, where you at in your process are you trying to work are you on a, a tour are you working out new material for 
Do I am going to do a new special in, in April. Yeah, I'm oh, going to do a new special in April for Netflix. And what are we in now? This, this bolted me upright yesterday in bed. You ever get bolted upright in yes. bed by worries? <laughs> yes. Like like maybe like one of yours might be, whoa, that black toilet paper may have been poisoned by the Russians. <laughs> yes. And, and what was well, yours? <laughs> uh, mine was, I've got the special coming right. in April. And since, I, and since I do a lot of improvisation... I'm not quite sure where I'm at. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, 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 and it really bugs me because other comedians are so meticulous. Yeah. Like, like, uh, who's grind. So, were they what? They do the grind. They like, do the yeah. grind, but they're like, someone was telling me about Chris Rock, how Chris Rock will come into a club and he'll just have a little notebook and he'll work on like, you know, five things, and then you'll see him two weeks later. He's working on the same stuff, but it's a lot better. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you'll see him, you know, on the special, and it's honed. I'm not like that. <laughs> My best stuff was maybe the first time, first time <laughs> yeah. where only seven people saw me, and the special is like, ah. <laughs> he didn't do it as well as he did. And I, I don't know what that's about. I have, I have a lot of trouble just sitting down and like kind of going okay this bit is this bit this you know it goes like this it goes like this i get bored with it yeah. very quickly so you're not the type of comedian who sits down and changes oh this word is funnier than I am this word so not like that <laughs> i'm so like an uh, a, a word a lot of people from your generation hates but add difficulty of say, like focusing and and finishing things a Just lot of people from fun. my generation hate have that no a lot of people from your generation hate when people say that something is add because mm. they say oh in my days, it used to be we just got beat, and you were just a you know, card, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And now it's everybody gets medication. It's ADD, but it's, it, but do yeah. you have a? They wh- won't wh- let me on the medication. I'm on a no fly list, or oh no no, that's something else. That's <laughs> you. That's, that's you. That's you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> because you're a big fan of Vicodin. I really saw. Uh, almost you saw one of my bit. Uh, well, I've seen what you've done. I, I rewatched uh, In Ruins last night. Oh right, that's, that's one why of my better jokes. That's one of my better joke jokes where I say uh, – I, I did. I went through a little period. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of it anymore, but I went through a little period. I say uh, uh, Vicodin uh, is like uh, you know drugs or vacations for poor people. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, <laughs> I love that phrase. Where, whereas drugs for very wealthy people are just a moral uh, descent into hell. Just a <laughs> 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 Because they're probably already on vacation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like having two. Vacations at once. So. Yes, yes. So it's just a descent into a moral hell for them. But for poorer people, it's just a little vacation. So I got hooked on Viking for a few months. It was funny. I was just experimenting with them at night. You know, <laughs> I was just like, let's see. And I would drink a little. That was doctor's orders, right? Let's yeah. see. I had them because I hurt my arm. And and this is how the punchline came, but it was like uh, I say I never do commercials, but I would do one for Vicodin, and the camera would come in really slowly on me, and I look at the camera, and I would be like Vicodin. Come to think of it, I am a little sore <laughs> <laughs> because I would actually play that game with myself when when I was when I was uh, starting to abuse them. I was like, uh, I was like, I don't, I don't. 
it had healed months ago. Yeah. Right. And I was like, I don't know. No, I'm not. Ah, I'm, I'm limping. Sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> I'm limping. How, how sometimes I feel like I've sprained my soul. And then, <laughs> and then I really, really need Vicodin. It's <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you that's, a, that that's a lot of levels. Well, you know, you've been to church a lot. You've been stretching your soul. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been for a while, so you're not warmed up properly. You may then, have pulled your soul. Yeah, right. You may <laughs> have pulled your soul. <laughs> also confused. Confused your soul because you're Jewish. That's right. What do you do in church? <laughs> you're yes, at the wrong, wrong house. A confused soul yeah. Yeah. definitely needs some kind of painkiller. <laughs> because we listened to your album when we were on tour two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, in, in ruins car, or great like, stillness or no? no uh, in ruins. In, in oh, yeah. Was what was some of the? Yeah, in ruins. And you had that. The Vicodin bit was in there anyway, and it yeah, inspired yeah. me uh, for a joke I used last season when I was on tour, and I said, "You uh, just changed the name of the pill." Yeah. <laughs> well, <basically laughs> yeah, because we don't the have Vicodin. You don't have Vic- <laughs> You know, I found that out when I did it, and in Edinburgh, uh, I was like, they didn't get it, no. and I, I forget what 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 was the pain. What's the painkiller out here? Valium in England, I think, would be a. Sword that's of more of like uh, that's more like you know yeah I don't know uh, what it is in England uh, so it's, it's similar it would be Stasolid I think Vicodin Stasolid yeah that's what, so. but my oh, joke was basically just uh, uh, I had a stint where I was on a lot of sleeping pills and painkillers were you? Uh, yeah so things were going well uh, well <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rel- relatives and colleagues, fuck them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, nice. No, the joke interventions was can be fun if you have the right cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's always the wrong cake without the fun stuff in it. Uh, no, <laughs> the joke was basically. Yeah. I, I love Vicodin. It's a great drug if you like the effect of walking into furniture. <laughs> yes, <if you laughs> that's like basically it. what I noticed. Is I wake up with lots of bruises and. You know, I never really took a lot of them, but I, 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 and then I heard guys, I swear to God, I heard guys, you know, I guess they were athletes who had a lot of pain. They were, they were up to like a hundred Vicodin a day. I would take one (laughs) at night, you know, and that was my big like, (laughs) but it goes very fast. (laughs) Don't tell anybody. Oh, you get used very fast. Oh, I think so. A couple of weeks and you can start popping them like popcorn, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't go there. Uh, Where are you taping your special? Or is that set or how is it working? What's the matter? You don't want to talk about Viking in (laughs) any No. He Um, has ADD. (laughs) (laughs) Where am I taping it? I'm taping it in LA. Uh, Jeff Garland, I don't know if you know him, Garland co created. Curb Your Enthusiasm, yeah, yeah. and uh, he, he does stand-up out in L.A., and he he is just this incredibly gregarious, nice guy who saw my stand-up, really loved it, and he said, I want to produce your next special, so he's going to produce it. He determined the venue. It's going to be at a, a club in Burbank called Flappers. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going nice. to have to do some production well, value. What type of club is this usually? Flappers? Yes. It is in Burbank. It's kind of mainstream. Um, it's a comedy club. Oh, but it is a comedy club. It is uh, a comedy okay. club. It is a comedy. It's not the kind of comedy club that I am uh, kind of crazy about, but I've grown, I've grown to kind of like it as a workout room, and uh, the audiences aren't, aren't as bad. I'm such an elitist when it comes to doing stand-up because I, I you know I, I 
did my stand-up in New York when I was younger and just kind of alternative rooms, like weird little bars. I And I would always do just kind of crazy dark stuff. I'm going to try to do some of my – a couple of old dark pieces. Tonight. Uh, tonight. Oh, One cool. of them is an imitation of Oedipus. Um, right. it, that's all I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. When he yeah, pokes his eyes out. Is your mother alive? No. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And yeah. also for her, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pain ended. Well, how would you describe the, the two scenes then in New York and L.A. then? Uh, or how are they well, similar you know, or different? They're, they're interesting. I, I feel like New York... Uh, I feel like New York is a slightly better place to do stand-up because... Uh, it's just a better city. Yeah. Right. It's 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 <laughs> tighter. I yeah, think stand up, stand up depends on like you you live in a place where you're on top where you're you know with a lot of people and a lot of ideas are getting exchanged. You know, just just walking in the street and seeing different people and 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 there's a lot of interaction. L A. You guys been L A. Yeah. It's spread out. And the sun bakes your fucking brain. Can you curse on this podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the sun bakes your brain, and it's—I it, it, don't know. I, I don't find it as vibrant. But that said, there are a, a tremendous amount of talented comedians in LA because they're all there f- to be famous. Yeah. They're all there for TV <laughs> and film, and so it, dream sickness. It, what dream sickness is what I call it. it. Dream sickness. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of sick of it. <laughs> it's it's really it's. Uh, but you live there now. I've been living there 15 years. It I'm feels in New like York. you would hate it. Like you're miserable. Everybody says yeah. that. But I don't know at all. You know, I don't know you, but yeah. you, I kind of am Hollywood. now. I kind of am now. I have a lot of friends there. What I was going to say is that the comedy scene is very vibrant because there are so many good comedians from all over who come there. So the shows you can go to on any given night or be part of are a high level. So so that's good. Do you uh, watch a lot of other comedians? I like to. Yeah. Who are like, some of your favorites? Uh, I don't like anybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, you know, let's see. I love I love Patton Oswalt. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to name, like, guys that everybody likes. But, like, let's see. Patton Oswalt. Like, in the L.A., you can see Patton. You can see Billy Burr. Al Madrigal. I don't know if people know Al yeah. Madrigal. He's just so fun to watch. Um, uh, 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 who else do I like? There's so oh, many people. Maria Bamford, uh, Jen Kirkman. Does Zach do any uh, stand-up? I anymore? haven't seen Zach do stand-up. No. You know, well, he does. He does. He does occasionally. He does occasionally. Maybe but it's uh, too hard once you reach. <laughs> but I felt w- like a, a level. We, we, I don't know. We've discussed this earlier, but I feel like. Uh, uh, it wouldn't be that you have so many great comedians on any given night. A few are, but also you don't have that many decent rooms. To what I've understood, if you're talking to a few comedians in LA, mm-hmm. there there's like the Improv and the Laugh Factory and Comedy Store, and then there's like Drunken Nights at the Parlor, or it's just you Drunken could, Nights at the where? No, it's just the Parlor had the parlor. or uh, I don't yeah. know what, what what is, but like yeah. you have nights where you, you could have a great night, but you could also have just a bunch of drunk people there who aren't there to watch or people are just actors yeah. they don't they don't want to do stand up they want to act so they're there for the wrong reasons they don't want to be comedians so yeah. you have a you have a bunch of 
hardworking comedians bunched together with a bunch of actors who really don't want to do stand-up really they're just doing it to do something else uh, and that right. could like uh, affect the right so you, you have like the highest of peaks but you also have like it's like it's a tough well to, the to level get, like, i'm at i'm always like you can like i'm nice. like yeah like i'm like i i, I have the good room choice mostly and you if, know and yeah I, I i've seen that where it's like people who aren't really comedians in there i just i i get so annoyed at that but i do like to watch it though right but I'm like look at this <laughs> what the fuck hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. But like how many good how many good clubs or rooms do you, uh, are there in in LA besides those three like the Well store? there's Nerd Melt do you know about Nerd no, Melt? No. That's a really good room and this is the kind of thing that happens it's like the back of a comic a comic book store then there's this theater then there's a couple of theaters that are really cool there's one called uh uh the Virgil Theater um that's really good that has a that has a great show uh on monday and um uh i'm trying to think of the other couple of rooms but there's like you know there's like, like a uh, few more yeah. so than you, just you know those three main clubs and i hardly ever do the laugh factory and i'm just starting to do the comedy store right. so uh, i'm always doing like these alternate even that's what i always do you know new york like how, how many nights a week do you think like is a, is a normal uh, that you do uh, in you, in LA? Yeah, when I'm hanging out in LA, you know it varies for me because I I I, I I'll do three sets and five three to five. All right, you know sometimes a little more. Sometimes I'll go a week without doing them. And do you have are you, do you have any plans on going on tour after the special is released? Yeah, yeah. I'm starting. Uh, well. Yeah, after the special re- is released, that should be pretty good. But I've already I've been booking some stuff. I always I always gravitate to Chicago for some reason. There's a couple of great places to perform. I, I just have a really nice audience in Chicago. There's this great place called Lincoln Hall that I'm going to go back to, and I'm going to do uh, another new room in Chicago. Um, and then where else am I going? I'm doing Milwaukee for the first time, and I heard that's a pretty good. <laughs> comedy town cool. 
But I'm very like picky about where you know I want to do it, and I'm not a big big road guy. Like this is a this is a this. <laughs> big tour for me. This is a big road gig yeah. for me. I just cry to my wife when I get back. I'm like, I just get back. Like, I'll get back tomorrow and I'll just be, I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> well, these four guys yeah, in Stockholm. Do a fucking podcast. <laughs> one guy brought in a black roll of toilet paper. Honey, I, I was so jet lagged, honey. I, I start to cry a little bit. Where are the dogs? I have two dogs. Like, where are the dogs? <laughs> Get me on Vicodin again. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the Vicodin? You didn't throw it out, did you? <laughs> I know I told you to, but you know to always save one for emergencies. <laughs> but I, I'm curious because your style of stand-up is and has been for your entire career quite experimental, right? You're not as quite anal retentive. Experimental. You're not, uh, experimental. You're not oh, as yeah. anal retentive as Chris Rock. And, I, uh, and I've yeah. opened it. Because I started with stand-up like, pretty late. I was 27. And I'm nearing 40 now. So um, you look good for forty. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> um, Guys should talk like that yeah. to each other more. Yeah, women do that. All, like we should be like, you look great for forty. Thank you. You know, yeah, it might be the fleece jacket. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, no, but uh, because when I started, I'm I'm a heavily OCD type person, so I'm like very anal in how I construct my jokes usually, and then. You know, this internet changes all that. You you need to put out more material. So uh, it used to be that comedians could go around the country for 20 years with the same material, just owning, owning, That's owning. True. Uh, and at the end of their careers, their material, their 20 minutes were, like, awesome. Uh, <laughs> How sad is that? It's yeah, extremely it's really sad, sad, in a way. But now we're leaving that and we're moving towards how much quantity can you press out yeah, with yeah. some... Yeah, like guys like Louis C.K. seem to put out a new – Andy Kindler. Do you know Kindler? Yeah. He's a funny dude. And he says oh, – or, or, or Dana, Dana Gould, another great comedian. Yeah. Dana is, I think, the one who said this is that Louis, Louis puts out a new hour every three minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like some ridiculous – like, like, like and, and now Burr, Bill Burr, who's one yeah. of the funniest guys around, puts out a new hour. It, it, it feels like there's pressure to yeah. – to like keep coming up with this stuff. Yes, but do you think that your style is better suited to an internet age? Because you're like constantly evolving. It's always new. And it's improvised. You're always making your material worse. <laughs> it's constantly worse from the first to the second. Yeah, so until you should just publish, 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 publish. No, publish. but I, I can tell from the recordings that I you know, yeah. uh, get from you that... Yeah. There's a certain amount of improv in those as well, and you can't have planned all of it, and some things must happen just there and then. Yeah. And then. The second album I did, uh, before In Ruins, it's called, if you get a chance, check it out. I don't know if you guys, but I taped it as part. There was a documentary done about me. Do you know that? Yeah. It's called The Bitter, Bitter Buddha. Buddha. And within that documentary, it, it one of the last scenes was my father. I have this... Uh, uh, what what would the relationship be called? Not tempestuous. That's something in a romance novel. I have this like hard relationship with my dad, like like kind of a love hate. And he came and saw me for the first time in years, and we filmed it at a great club in New York called Gotham. And I wound up improvising. I would say seventy five percent of that show, and it became an album. That it was just because I, I just was on yeah. that night. Like the crowd was so with me. You know what I mean? Right. And those are the ones you want recorded. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, and luck, it just my luck has been the opposite. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I know. I know. Do you do a lot of impro- improvisation too? Not really, but no. Okay. No, you don't. Uh, I think I've moved. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. J- just starting yelling at people. <coughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes I do. That's that, telling, yeah. telling That's people, part of it. Telling yeah. the audi- audience that they're a bad audience is not improvising. <laughs> just so you know. Well, it is information. <laughs> I do that a lot. I do that a lot. I lash out at the audience, even though my psychiatrist has told me to pull back on that. <laughs> Why did he tell you that? He says that I have to come more from a place of love. But he committed suicide, so <laughs> I win. Right. What mine, what is mine, mine, <laughs> mine told me that I have ended up in a sadomasochistic relationship to the audience, and I needed to either stop or find some way to handle it. So now I give them a stop word before I... <laughs> <laughs> a safety word. Yes. <laughs> I could just see the whole audience <laughs> yelling out, Butter! <laughs> Butter! <laughs> Oklahoma! <laughs> Oklahoma! Uh, the love of God! There's <laughs> always a new Pokemon. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, how did you get started with stand-up? How old were you? I was a toddler. No. Uh, <laughs> it seems like that people these days are getting started so young. Yeah, do you yeah. find that? Mm-hmm. It's hilarious to me. Like, What do... Like 13-year-old kids have to talk about. <laughs> I actually would love to do a parody on that because so many kids are starting out younger and younger. I'd love to, to actually, if I could dress up like a toddler and maybe like have a visual thing. I, I mean, I know my face looks a little older, but I'm using a new hand cream. I'm using a new cream, so maybe. But anyway. Yeah, but just give like, it a couple of weeks. <laughs> but just dress up like a little baby. Have my little, like, this would be baby fat and just be like, so what's... <laughs> what what's the deal? What's the deal with Trump? <laughs> I don't care about him as long as I get fed. <laughs> like whatever it is, yeah. but yeah. they start so young. Um I started at, at this was with, with stand up. I started I I all I wanted to do was be a stand up comedian when I dropped out of college. <laughs> <laughs> at, at um I dropped out of college at I think it was 20. Okay. And I started to do it. But when I first started to in do New York. S- yes, in yeah. New York. When I first started to do it, I had tremendous stage fright. Like treme- like I would throw up. I would vomit in the bathroom, you know, uh, and then go on stage. And I used to ask myself, why? <laughs> why? Yeah. I mean, if it makes me this mm-hmm. nervous, why am I doing it? But the reward when you were on stage was big the one well back then the reward i mean it took me a while to really you've like, seen some of the rooms in new york it's never really a reward <laughs> 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 but i mean because you kept doing it yeah. so because mm. because i had the same uh, feeling but mm. the reward on like from getting people to laugh at your jokes or whatever w- yeah was was so much greater than it's so hard starting out though i mean i wasn't one of these guys it's always been hard for me like it's always not come that easy for me like um i think i pushed too hard i was always kind of crazy on stage and kind and loud but when i first started i was just kind of loud with no point it was just sort of like a primal scream you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and people would be like 
Why? What? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want going on? And I actually stopped doing stand up, and I got into like doing comedy with other people because I just pulled back from it for a while because I was too like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I did improv. I did sketch. Would you say it's I safer d- to do those things because you have other a little people. bit? I mean, I was with other people, and I always blame them when it didn't go well. <laughs> when when it doesn't go well. The only one you can, uh, the only other thing you can blame is the audience, no. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, you know, uh, that's tough. Te- technician that still doesn't well, feel the, good. The, the that's li- still tough, but fair. It's fair. <laughs> it's fair, but it still doesn't feel good afterward. <laughs> doesn't it feel the worst? Like the worst thing is actually, you know, talking about yelling at audiences, getting mad at audiences, like getting mad at an audience. And you never kind of dig out of that hole, and then you have to go home, <laughs> and you're just home, just going, ah, fuck them, fuck them. It sounds like, but you really are saying, yeah. God, I'm terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, that's all it's, on me. It sounds like you're a parent who who like just beat your kid. Like it's it's <laughs> it's it's fair. Do you, do but you know it, what I do with my feels, children? Yes, I don't have children. It's fair. I have two dogs who love me, and I can't wait to get back to them. <laughs> Eddie, you got to do the show first. Yeah. <laughs> you got to focus on the show, yeah, and then and the train remember ride. Remember about the show tonight that if the audience seem a bit <laughs> demure, they're Swedish. Yes, that is true, right? Yeah, is that true? You're yes. being serious, right? Absolutely. Because I noticed that about Norwegians as well. And they laugh more than we do. Is but, that right? Yeah. Yes. But Thanks for more. telling me that. But also, what is that? It's we, a cultural thing. Yeah, we keep it bottled up. You know, uh, but you know that when, once you when you get a reaction here, it's genuine. Nobody will say "I love you" just like "Oh my god, I love that guy, I love you." Yeah. If they say "I love you," watch out. They're gonna they really, really love, love you. you. They really love you. If they laugh, they're cracking up. They can't hold it in. All right, we're exaggerating a little bit. It's going to be great, uh, and people. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I had really good but, but if you walk off stage and you're like, "They didn't laugh," don't take. It. I mean, because yeah. comparatively, if I go to Finland, they laugh. In a completely different way, and I are think they boisterous? They're they're louder, much more so, and much more for darker sense of humor because they experience. Oh, I should go to Finland. Yeah, too. yeah, I yeah. Lo- Do you like Finland? For well, to perform. I like to perform in Finland. Yes, if I like Finland, that's another question. <laughs> uh, but uh, but uh, yeah, someone told me I should go to Finland and perform because I have a dark. Yeah, 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 I know. I yeah. think that it would suit you. And, and probably was like it, uh, Lithuania. Was it Aron who said it like <laughs> <No>. five <laughs> seconds ago? Because we were all here. <laughs> if somebody told I'm me. I'm a little, <laughs> little tired. <laughs> I just had room service. I gobbled down a bunch of things for a <laughs> lot of Hope money. loves Finland. Does he? Yeah, he also likes Norway. Not too fond of Sweden. <laughs> Is that right? Yes, we're performing Interesting. Yeah. I did have a really good time in Norway. I mean, they, 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 but I did notice that there was a, a couple of times where it was kind of reserved. Yeah. We are. Yeah. We are more reserved and we keep to ourselves. And one of the worst things that could happen is we jokingly say it, but really, if like you're waiting for the bus at the bus stop or, or you're sitting in a bus and somebody comes sit sitting in the seat next to you because it's awkward we don't want to sit talk next to talk to, we don't talk to each other if you don't know anybody <laughs> if you walk 
down the street and somebody's like, hi, that person is crazy. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's a crazy person. You don't say hi to people you don't know. Smile at people or no? That, that's a creep. A crazy or a creep. That's yes. the difference between hi and a smile. Oh, yeah. uh, that's good to know, actually, because I was smiling. When I get off the what? train anywhere, I'm like, <laughs> I want to be liked. Yeah. The Ameri- you know, like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah you smiling. You and got I, some and big I, shoes yeah. to fill. Swedes <laughs> <laughs> don't use hyperbole that much. It's That's the right yeah. word, right? Like, yeah. am- Americans are always, this is amazing. Uh, like, yeah. no, it's just... Uh, what is the matter with us that we're always, ha! Yeah, but what is that? Yeah. What is that national... I, I like know. that more, though. Like, you, you could start a conversation yeah. with anybody who could sit in a like an airport bar wherever and, and start a conversation yeah. and you just end there here if you s- somebody says hi to you you're instantly like what do you want from me <laughs> <laughs> why are you? I know I you want I kind of like that because <laughs> I'm I, sick of America <laughs> no, I, I do too it suits me better but it's uh, <laughs> it's just good to know that like that there's a difference because like the first time when you're in the states if you don't realize the difference uh, it, it's weird. Like some people, yeah. say, I love, I love you. And you're like, we just met. This is too soon. Yeah. I'm yeah. not ready for this. Now, <laughs> you don't have any spare time. But if you d- did, you would go on the subway, talk to strangers, and just watch them squirm and just get really uncomfortable. Jeez, oh, I get uncomfortable just hearing yeah. you suggest that. It's just, it's a oh, not really? just going to, Hi, yeah. how are you? I'm from yeah. America. Let's talk. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> It's even worse if you do it in Swedish because then you're another Swede oh, yeah, yeah. the norm. I used to talk to people on the subway all the Did time. Did you? Yeah. Uh, and and they com- I couldn't, super I couldn't because they were having a conversation with someone else maybe and they said something stupid and I had to. <laughs> no. And then you also start to talk to their babies and they get really, oh yeah, my God. Yeah, but the babies like it. Yeah, yeah the babies. <laughs> they, they, are, they aren't, you know, uh, formed yet. <laughs> no. They can't judge. No. <laughs> You're one of the worst people to be around other people with. Yes. <laughs> Is that a compliment in Swedish? Um, no. <laughs> I have to spend time around me too. So <laughs> right. Yeah, that's always yeah. difficult for me. Uh, I don't know. I guess we... I don't know if whatever time we shouldn't hold you yeah, too long. Yeah, no. If you n- do, you have a couple of more things you want to explore. Um, we would never be done with you. No, we, no, we just no, let we you go. And uh, well, what time? Is it? Uh, oh, it's four twenty. It's weed time. Yes, it yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> right on the money. You have yeah, it's where's Doug Benson? No, I had to quit that because you know I was hurting my furniture. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. I know, I know. I, I was just going down a rabbit hole, never coming out of it. Like, yeah. And I think you know, if I get a terminally terminal disease of some kind, that definitely it's uh, on my to-do list <laughs> yes yes definitely <laughs> get back on the vicodin <laughs> who made you start stand-up i gotta ask you that my father was like you get in that room <laughs> <laughs> really? and you, you told one joke if you want to tell jokes you're gonna tell all the jokes <laughs> yeah. and let's see if you still you get in that room <laughs> You get in front of a mirror. I want your face to be flexible. I want you to be able to go from sorrow to laughter in two seconds with your face. I want you working on impersonations. I want you working on the president. It was JFK at the time. No, it was definitely not my father. No, my father. Just, he would just you're throw just out talking names. about your daddy issues. <laughs> I really I was like, he hasn't seen me for years. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, had you been born uh, African-American, you would have been a rapper by now. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah. Th- th- you could, uh, th- this could be like one of the first generations now where like people follow in their father's footsteps to be a comedian. Because other than that, being oh, a comedian is always yeah. just being a loot. Like you chose the path your parents didn't ch- 
think you would take. Well, not only that, but the the economy in the U.S. is so bad in certain respects that there's no manufacturing jobs that people are now like, honey, we better – we better get this kid in comedy classes. <laughs> There's nothing else to do in this small town. <laughs> get yeah, him. What, di- what did you drop? I mean, you dropped out of college, but what, yeah. what, what was your major? major or? Well, you know, my dad, speaking of my dad, he, he, was, uh, he wanted me to get into science and like go toward medicine. And he was very kind of like – he was very kind of on top of me. So I was trying to please him until I finally flipped. I couldn't do it. I was like, I was trying, okay, dad, okay, dad, I'll do this. You know, and I, my major was, I think, what was it? It was uh, chemistry, you know, organic chemistry. I, I kind of liked it, but I was, you know, I, I, I just, I so just wanted to, um, you know, act and perform. Was and there I took acting lessons for years in Manhattan, too. But where did that desire come was from? Was there another comedian that you looked up to, like, before you started, that you thought this was a good... Yeah, I mean, who were they? My favorite all-time stand-up is Richard Pryor, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. A close second, I think, would be George Clon. I think my top three are Pryor, who just, like, he combined everything for me. Like, like he was so funny but then he took it to that place where it's painful like so i think honest like, so honest painfully honest with him yeah i think good stand up is painful yeah you know i don't think good stand up is like oh you know glasses <laughs> are glasses are very if, funny if, you know if and good stand up is know, painful ooh, you know, like, Auden is the yeah. best what? Well, if good pa- stand-up is painful, Auron is the best. Excruciating. Just at his audience. Excruciating. I don't have a lot of repeat customers. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, but I mean, like, like the humor gets into pathos. Yeah. You know, and I think Pryor uh, did that the best. And a guy who wasn't a stand-up but was such a great comedian that I love was Jackie Gleason. Uh, did you know Gleason at all? Jackie Gleason stuff? I've heard of the name. I've read uh, one-liners uh, in a yeah. stand-up encyclopedia that I have at Jackie home. Gleason, man, uh, was an actor who did The Honeymooners, was a big series, and then he had a, a variety show. But he was a big, and I like to be big on stage, and he was big, but he also had a lot of pain. Um, I always loved Don Rickles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bill Hicks for politics. Oh. Yes. You know, for being so... Brave. Brave and and yeah, he's very brave and 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 just he would just really go after people. Right. Like a lot of people have said, what would Bill Hicks be saying now? You well, know? I think his bits about the first George Bush ten years later worked absolutely excellently on the second George Bush. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so uh, there was actually yeah, sometimes he was more of a prophet. Yeah. And yeah, also yeah. the bit he had at the end of Sane Man when he was talking about how America is sooner or later just going to turn into one giant mall with just pathways. <laughs> and you and it's basically... It, that's yeah. basically it. And you the go world to is turning yeah, into yeah, that, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. And then George Carlin has to be in there. Yes, just amazing. Sure. More of a classical cynic, I think, but than st- Bill Hicks. But also like yeah, the amount yeah. he produced. Yeah. What? The well, amount of of material he produced, oh, well, it, like inspired oh, who who you inspired Louis C.K. Like when he died, Louis said yeah. that, yeah, to like do an hour. Carlin also was famously uh, a sweetheart to other comedians. Like younger comics would come to, him. I think C.K. came to, and and he would just say, 
he would just give his time to them and tell them, you know, yeah, you should be honest with your stuff or whatever he would. And maybe like the f- best beginning ever, I forgot the name of that special, but one like it's in New York <laughs> when he walks in from the street and people are just clapping. And while people are clapping, he's just... Uh, isn't it ironic that the people who are pro-life or are, are against abortions are the people you wouldn't want to fuck in the first yes. place? <laughs> yes, just come start off. Boom. Not hi, how that. are you? Good yeah, to be yeah, here, yeah, New yeah, York. How yeah. you doing? No, just that's it. I was always told that you should never ask an audience how are they doing. Right. Just go. Just boom. do it. Yeah. I agree. My favorite yeah. intro is uh, there's a clip with Patrice O'Neill. He just walks out, sits down on, on uh-huh. a chair, and this is like, oh. <laughs> He looks kind of tired. Bitches need to step it up in the bedroom. <laughs> it's just, it's just yeah. perfect. Because when you well, look at him, it's like, <laughs> Patrice, you can't complain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but there's something funny about just going straight strong into, into your material right off the bat. Like, I don't know. It also lets the audience know that you're in charge yes. until you crumble later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was my, my first five years of stand-up was... Child pornography joke, and then, uh, and then we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. It's not going to be easy Downwards. to stick with me. All right, let's see how you start tonight. I can't wait. For yeah, the show. I'm going to go figure it out. Now. I'm going to take a yeah. little nap and uh, and then go figure it out. Do, Do that. It. We'll see you. In but a thank of you guys. Yeah, we'll, uh, we, it's our we're going to be there, so we're going to watch. You're going to be there. Yeah. Where where thank will you be seated? <laughs> uh, <laughs> It'd be funny if you're like the Nuremberg trials, like just right up front. <laughs> Standing. We'll have <laughs> I have numbers. an adverse effect on people around me, uh, <laughs> so I'll be standing in the back. So, so uh, to give you a chance. At <laughs> least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, if uh, if you want to follow uh, Eddie uh, yeah. um, on, Twitter. you can follow me uh, at Eddie Pepitone on Twitter. I guess, and I have a fan page on. And you have a p- yeah, very funny podcast. podcast. And a very and funny and podcast. Great pep podcast. talks. Pep talks. Yeah. yeah. So people should check that out. Eddie, thank you so much for, for you doing guys. this. Uh, you. We know you didn't have to. Thank you, Ulrika, for uh, yes, getting this, this together. And uh, thank you to everyone who listens every week. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Yes. Hey, hey. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.